So super films cast. 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 Super films cast. Super films cast. Super 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 films. It's beautiful. Thanks. Now this is podcasting. What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Super Films Cast 64. It has been a minute. I'm sorry for that. I'm your host, Trey Mitchell, and we don't have Blake or Jay here today, but we do have what I like to call Films Cast Classic. Whoa. We have a very special guest. We have the old co-host of the show, Adam Fullerton. Trey, I don't like starting off the show with an apology. I Uh-oh. need you to be aggressive, and I need you to uh, go after these listeners and let them know that they will get what they get. You're going to get what you get. You're going to get Adam. He just came off a fire in the hole challenge. His lips are all red with spice. Isn't I that right? got a little bit in my eye. I oh, no. That, like near the eye. Uh. So we're going to we're going to. Keep an eye on that. Oh, I see what you did there. I, I get it. But Adam, he, uh, he came to me and he's like, Trey, I need to talk movies. It's been a while. He has a kid now. His kid can't talk movies. Thomas no. can't talk movies. No, it's no, pretty bad. It's it sucks, right? Yeah, he likes heat. He likes heat a lot. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's it. What uh, movies has he? I guess he's too young to kind of. Or is he? Yeah. No, he's much too young. He, like even like to engage with anything. Uh, he watches Miss Rachel on YouTube. Okay. Does he understand what's going on with Miss Rachel? Not at all. He doesn't understand what's like, happening just, in real okay. life. Well, I mean, just like you know, like pictures or like there's things kids kind of gravitate towards. Just nothing. If you tell him to clap, yeah, sometimes <gasps> he'll do he'll it. He'll clap. He'll do it. Yeah, that's okay. about that's about the biggest call and response. He hasn't watched uh, Solo yet. Yeah, and so this is kind of what we wanted to talk about uh, because, you know, I've been doing all this dad stuff and Trey has a big announcement. I do? I've been doing all this dad stuff. We're going and we're transitioning Uh, a little bit. I have a kid. I have a kid? Yeah, it's a kid, a child. Uh It's coming. His name is Billy, and he's a... a, Billy Mitchell? Billy Mitchell. Oh, (laughs) no, no, never mind. That's bad. Yeah, no, I have a son. I have a son as well. All my friends are having kids. I want a kid. So I'm having one. It's amazing. It happened as soon as you dyed your hair blonde. This is yeah. my first time seeing the blonde yeah. hair in person. How do you like it? I dressed. I did this for Halloween. And now it's just a life thing. Now it's just stuck. And are you are you going to stick with it? I don't know. It's, it's a little pricey, and I'd have to do it myself. I will say the cur- the curls look tighter. Yeah. Oh, it's weird. It That texture is all weird now. Like, it, it'll flatten more. And it just doesn't it doesn't feel right sometimes. I don't know. It feels weird. It feels like I chemically destroyed my hair. Ooh. You know? That's fun. In a weird way. It, it's it's odd. It feels odd. I don't know if I like it. The feeling of it. Oh. Well, but I think, this it, color I think it looks now. great. Well, thank it you. It looks great. You thank look, you. You look like uh, you're starring in the Scrub Daddy movie. <laughs> I, I kind of look like Pete Davidson a little bit. Oh. Like a little uh, hey, gross. Now, now little, yeah. Now that's good stuff. <laughs> that is some good stuff. Pete Davidson wouldn't have started the the podcast by apologizing. He wouldn't. He would. He would just say, "Hey, I'm Pete PDD. 
that's me. You got to check in on PDD, see what PDD's up to. It's been a while, Adam. Yeah, so, it has. Uh, I know we haven't really talked about movies at all this year. We haven't seen each other at all this year until today. When you shoved it, that can't be true. Twenty five wings down your throat. Fifteen, but okay. yeah, I did shove year. them. You did shove them. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, whatever. I have a kid. It's hard. It's hard to. No, no, I'm not apologizing you know. anymore, Adam. What the fuck? Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> I need to make some life adjustments. You should, you should. Hang out with Trey more. Yeah. See my kid less. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, he's very noisy during movies. It's yeah. hard to watch m- movies, well, and then he goes to bed uh, at like eight thirty because he's a psychopath, and uh, that's not generally enough time to watch a movie before I have to go to bed. Well, we are going to talk Killers of the Flower Moon, but I want to know yes. from Adam what movies he's seen this year that he's been able to see this year. Well, I've been able to see a bunch of movies. The, one of the things that's kind of been interesting is you know you have all the streamers things mm-hmm. things eventually get to streaming and yeah so there was a portion of the year where all of a sudden all these movies just started mm-hmm. popping up and so i was like haven't seen super mario oh let me watch super mario and then yeah the, uh, new one yeah and okay. then it's like well I started by watching someone posted the entire thing on Twitter, so I watched maybe the first nice uh, twenty minutes, and then uh, had to do something else. Uh, really bad, and yeah. like I, I just go and I think it's like all this time I'm spending with my son. It's like, oh man, I I missed uh, seeing Megan in theaters. You did miss like, seeing Megan in theaters. Uh, so. Yeah, I've seen, of new releases, I have seen 18 movies. Okay, oh, that's not bad at all. It's probably more than I would, I've seen in I would say, I would say it's it's not bad, because, I don't know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I'm at home more, Yeah, and so there is some opportunities to see things. Like, I watched Air while I was building a cabinet. Okay. And I feel like that's the right way to watch air. Uh-huh. <laughs> like that was what you go, you check in, you're like, huh. they're trying to get that Michael for these shoes. And Michael Jordan guy. And so, and then there's other ones that I watched uh, that maybe uh, I, Asteroid City, I watched at home. I thought you were anti-Wes Anderson. Anti-Wes Anderson, but... You'll still watch it. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. What uh, did you think of that? Not my favorite. Uh-huh. Um, something that's, you know, it just doesn't necessarily sit well with me, the whole Anderson-ness. What um, is your favorite Wes Anderson movie? Is it Bottle Rocket? Bottle Rocket is up there. I think Fantastic Mr. Fox is my okay. favorite. I think the animated ones Isle of Dogs are Isle of Dogs where you had to would, eat a hot dog eating that or watching it. Yeah. Yeah. It like fun. I I I like it more in the in the animated stuff. I didn't hate French Dispatch. Um but yeah, Asteroid City was eh, pretty pretty mid-level yeah. for me. I, I kind of went away with that movie feeling kind of nothing. Like, uh, all right. Right. Yeah. 
Um, saw Barbenheimer in theaters. So wasn't, wasn't able your, to do that until later. Let me hear your reviews of Barbie and Oppenheimer. Uh, so we're gonna review every movie I've seen. This I year. need to hear your opinions on things, Adam. Okay, Oppenheimer. So I can form my opinion. Oppenheimer. I read the entire book. Austin's <laughs> <laughs> looking very concerned. Uh, yeah, Oppenheimer ruled. Like I read the uh, American mm-hmm. Prometheus. All six hundred some pages of it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's great. It's like pulled straight out of the book. Oh, and, cool. Uh, uh, like large sections, full dialogue, or like it's like, oh, this is exactly as it's depicted, mm-hmm. and all these things. I think the performances are all great. Um, there's like a breakneck pace at the beginning. Of that movie that I feel yeah. is a little like, cons- not like you have to do it. I think I, I think I would have rather gotten dropped in a little bit later into mm-hmm. the movie. Maybe you start at Los Alamos. There's some flashbacks to some of the other stuff to fill stuff in. But overall, I think fantastic movie. Yeah, five stars. Um. I like a video. There was a video, and I shared it with Austin because Austin is he's seen it like ten times in theaters, eight, eight times in theaters, twenty four hours of, <laughs> of Oppenheimer. And uh, there was a funny video I shared where a guy was like, the "Whole movie, they're trying to show that Oppenheimer wasn't a socialist. He's he's fucking a like he's every every person he's fucking is a socialist. Yeah, he might have been a socialist or not a, com- a communist. I'm sorry, I apologize." I apologize to the whole It's Just Banter team by saying socialist. It's communist. Um, but, yeah, that's it was a funny video. But uh, that's good. What about Barbie? Uh, Barbie. Barbie. Yeah. Loved it. People people who are a little more critical of it, mm-hmm. um, uh, go, go to hell. Whoa. Guess oh. what? Yeah. You can go to hell. Oh. It's, uh, it's so funny. Yeah. Like, it's a comedy. It can have some stuff where you're like, oh, I don't know the Will Ferrell stuff. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's fine. It's good. I think Will Ferrell's funnier in it than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree that it's like, whatever, not super necessary <laughs> to anything uh, at the end, but Margot Robbie, very strong performance. Great, yeah. Uh, Ryan Gosling, which started this... Uh, this whole thing, Trey's taking out his phone uh, to record me. No, <laughs> no, someone texts me. About Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I don't. He has to. He has to make sure. Uh, he has to make sure. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, incredible. Great. Uh, mm-hmm. Overall, very funny. Yeah, very good movie. Good. I'm glad. Anything else? Uh, I mean, do you just want me to go through? Just go through the whole list. Uh, Megan, I I watched. Me three again. Me three. M three again. Yeah. Uh, I watched. With uh, one AirPod in in my bed, uh, yeah, on my phone. That movie was a. Uh, it really helped the theater experience because people were just laughing. I th- at a lot of it. This that's one of the things where it, it kind of paints things for me. Yeah, is that like people told me how funny it was, and I didn't find it very funny. But yeah, I I will concede that it's probably. At least in part because of the way I watched it. Sure. No, I uh, agree, yeah. Knock knock at the cabin. That was good. Yeah. M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Perfectly like yeah. 
the perfect more movies of this caliber need to be made. Yeah. Just like that's fine. Like yeah. I I walked away from it. I said that's great. Doesn't have to win an Oscar. Yeah. Um. Just like hey, make your money back and great job. White men can't jump on Hulu. The remake. Oh, the remake with Jack Harlow. Okay. Might be the worst thing I've ever seen. Uh. Of all time. Okay. So bad. So, so bad. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Another, I, I would say it's not as good as Knock at the Cabin, but another, like, hey, this is fine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's pretty good. It's pretty funny. There's, there's, I've some, not seen it. I know things. people really like it. The Dungeons and Dragons yeah. movie. Um, it's supposed to be funny. It's funny. It's supposed to have heart. It has a little bit of heart. A little bit of heart. There's there's things going on. Michelle Rodriguez is there. Oh. Chris Pine. Yeah. It's I'm like a little sick. Sorry. Keep going. It's <laughs> uh John Wick, chapter four, another movie that was posted in full on Twitter. <laughs> I I watched I watched maybe uh, an hour and fifteen minutes on Twitter and then uh the rest of it on a plane to Germany. Nice. Uh oh you went to Germany, but you can't do the podcast. Yeah, that's, that's pretty busy. What do you want me to swing by on a on a stop through yeah. Germany? Um, all those stairs, man. They were fighting up all those stairs. Can you believe it? That was a lot of stairs. Was that the same? Was that the Joker stairs, or was that somewhere else? I, somewhere else. Yeah. Okay. Um, Bo is afraid. What did you think of Bo is afraid? Bo is afraid is very good. Yeah, I like Bo is afraid a lot. I liked it too. Um, I did like it a lot. It's not what I necessarily <laughs> want Ari Aster to be doing, yeah. I guess. But I'm glad he did one. Like it I feel like when he's done as a director, this is gonna stand out as him doing something different. Uh-huh. And it, like I've gone back and I've been rewatching a bunch of Scorsese movies, a bunch of um Fincher movies just lately with Killers of the Fire Moon and yeah. the Killer coming out. I wanted to Watch my things, and the ones that stand out as super different are always mm-hmm. very fun. So is Bo is not obviously not comparing Ari Aster to Scorsese, well, but Scorsese if, is a is a big yeah Aster he's a big fan. Aster fan yeah. yeah, he's he's like this guy is somebody who can save cinema. <laughs> yeah, hey, save the pitches. Um, but I, I would say if that is like his Age of Innocence, like I'm not that's great. Age of Innocence. Um. Uh, said like three years ago I was gonna like go through a bunch of my favorite directors and watch a lot of their movies I've missed I haven't done that yet well it it's enjoyable yeah but it's also like you can kind of be like it's it's kind of a tease because you'll go and you'll be like oh he's kind of doing this thing from one of the better movies that mm-hmm. I like him doing stuff so but then you can see it in other shapes and forms and stuff like that uh, Super Mario Brothers, I talked about a little bit. Uh, did I say that I hated it? Yeah, you said you hated okay, it. Okay, cool. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Super Mario Bros. Uh, was horrible. It's so bad. It's not a movie. You don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> like, I don't even understand. If you're a fan of the video game, you should hate it even more than me. I was fine with it. I didn't love it like Austin did and some other people did, but I was fine with it. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is uh, 
it's Whatever. fun. It's cool. Is it fun? I don't it's know. Great. Is <laughs> Marvel man? Yeah, it, like a classic two and a half stars. There, uh, Cocaine Bear, very very bad. Yeah, uh, was not was not in the Cocaine Bear. Uh, Sisu, which I think actually came out last year. Maybe. Um. Anyway, that guy, he's just trying to kill people. Um, That's the Nazi John Wick. Yes. Yes. Uh, theater Camp, I watched, starring, uh. Ben Platt. Our buddy. Our buddy Ben Platt. Yeah. Molly Gordon. You have some Iowa Debris. Uh not not that funny. Okay. <laughs> like they're trying to do the mockumentary style. Oh, they are. Uh I like that one guy. James yeah, I like him. He his role is the worst in the movie. Oh, it is. Yeah. His role is uh his mom runs the theater camp okay and she like goes into a coma and so then her he's her son right he takes he has to take it and he's like what's all this social i'm a social media influencer Uh, okay which is like you know the one thing that the one thing that people are able to comment on these days right right just like oh He's always pulling out his phone and live streaming to his fans. It's, it's just like, oh, God. Uh, there is you a can very, do that without it being cringy. I, I feel like, yeah, you know. There is a very funny part where yeah. they're doing auditions for the play. Uh-huh. And all these kids come up and sing, and they're like, very, very good. And they're singing these musicals. And then this kid comes up and starts singing a Post Malone song. And yeah. gets up and starts dancing. That's pretty funny. Yeah, cool. <laughs> There's like limited funny bits, yeah. but there are some funny bits in it. Were you uh, a theater kid, Adam? I was not a theater. You kid. weren't. Well, uh, no, I guess I in middle school I was in a school play. You were theater curious. I was Wilbur in Charlotte's Web. Well, oh, that makes a whole lot of sense, actually. Because <laughs> you think I'm a little piggy? <laughs> no. <laughs> you call me a little. You call me a little piggy. You might be a little piggy. <laughs> He does. You know what? Actually, I'm sorry. He no, you're right. He does have Templeton vibes. Smorgasbord, smorgasbord. <laughs> yeah, he's got huge vibes. <laughs> well, well, you don't need to. You don't need to laugh little, that hard at that. You're a little gay rat. <laughs> that's funny. It's okay. Uh, no hard feelings. I watched this. Right, I want to see that. One. Just put on Netflix. I've not seen it. It pretty good. Fu- pretty it's funny. funny. Pretty funny. Uh, like pretty like pretty good yeah not i like that's where you can make the comparison between barbie and no hard feelings it's like barbie is a much much better funnier movie Mo- uh, yeah but no hard feelings is perfectly fun like perfectly good um jennifer lawrence is, is pretty good she's fully nude you see the beaver um she kicks some people and is uh, in a big Has she fight. been nude before in a movie? She was in that like Russian ballerina movie. Okay. Right after the fappening, she wanted to reclaim. Uh, reclaim, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then goes to the Far Moon and the Killer. Well, let's talk about those two. I probably did this all out of order, but whatever. It's not like we've done this for years. Um, but let's talk about Killers of the Flower Moon. I okay. like saying it like that. Killers of the Flower Moon. And this is another one that I watched. I've watched. I read the book. 
Okay. So I was very excited for this. And and I know the book is formatted differently. It's the biggest difference yes. in it. And in it, for me watching Oppenheimer, where everything is pretty much exactly by like it, it's like Christopher Nolan read the book yeah. and was like, Mark, this is a scene, this is a scene, this is a scene. Straight out of it. Um, originally, as it was pitched, yeah, it was like the book, which, spoiler, spoilers, um, the book is a whodunit. Right. The movie, in the first ten minutes, you know. is like, no, this is, this is what this is. Yeah. Uh, and there was a few times that I found myself when I was watching the movie being like, oh, but they'll hold this back, and that'll be the reveal at uh-huh. the end. The, I mean, do you just want me to go full sure, spoiler? Sure, go, go full uh, spoiler. The injecting the insulin. Where it's right. Like, like, they first bring it, yeah. and I'm like, okay, but that'll be the reveal at the yeah. end, is that he's been dabbling with her yeah. with her insulin the whole time and, and messing it up. No. Yeah, no, was, they just it's straight up it. Scorsese says like these are the bad guys mm. and you need to see how they move through this world. And I know some people I think this is a criticism that you had maybe did we did we talk about no, this? No, we've or maybe not talked about else. this movie yet. Um where it's uh DiCaprio is kind of just making the same decisions. Over and over again. But yeah, I, I, they're all dumb people. And it's showing, right. like, these dumb people are getting away with these heinous crimes. Yes. Yeah. And it's sort of just to show you the absurdity or the um, just how society works. It just, you know, it makes you, it makes you angry. It's there to make you upset because, like, how are these dumbasses right. getting away with all this? Yeah. A series yeah. of criminals that are just dumber and dumber. Yeah. As they go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I originally, I guess the screen pro, the screenplay was written like the book, where it's a mm-hmm. whodunit, where Jesse Plemons' character was supposed to be the main character, correct? Right, and yeah. that's who Leo was supposed to play. Okay. Leo signed on to play, um, the Jesse Plemons, the Jesse detective, Plemons character, detective, Tom yeah. Tom White, I believe yeah. his name is. Um, I found it more interesting for him to play the dumbass it's like it's a very interesting yeah choice yeah. for him yeah and i and i and leo was one of the ones that brought forward like hey maybe we should kind of change the way this this looks it's interesting yeah um for sure and i think it, it's kind of colors the whole movie knowing that uh that they wanted to be front and center mm-hmm. with like hey these are the bad guys because i think yeah i think if you did it that way i think the movie would probably be more accessible you know i think people would enjoy it more because i think yeah i think it is very long and because you're kind of seeing everything happen for what it is there's maybe not as much engagement even though i felt pretty engaged by it um it was a bit long at times i won't i won't lie but like i felt very engaged but you know people might be like okay there needs to be some kind of hook or a twist or a you know something else to hold on to and i I think that way the way it was in the book you would have had that but i think it was maybe a more bold 
idea to just show it all in front of you. All the cards on the table. This is what's happening. These are the kind of people that exist and have existed and do exist. And they're still getting away with shit like this. And they're dumbasses, all of them. And yeah, I think it's it's a bold way, definitely. It it's it's goes right along with Scorsese's kind of career choices and yeah. and the like rottenness of a lot of his main characters, mm-hmm. where it's like they're actively making decisions that are like they're unquestionably bad people, mm-hmm. and then I I feel like. It kind of goes through this every time. People are like, oh, well, you're telling this. Oh, so this is the whatever. This is the native story, and you're telling this from the white man's perspective. And I get that to an extent. Lily Gladstone gets kind of pushed to the side Mm -hmm. for a while when she is going through the poisoning, which part of that is just what happened. Yeah, Uh, She was completely incapacitated by uh what did you kind of were you kind of turned on by that because you're such a big fan of um uh the <laughs> the dress movie the dress movie uh, oh <laughs> phantom spoilers thread. for phantom thread that's the whole point of the movie sorry that's the joke if you're if you're trying to get the joke yeah that yeah. might have been a bad joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like that's kind of a different movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and so Molly Molly is it's it's kind of hard to say that there's a central character of the book. I would say Molly is probably the closest thing. Okay. They but they it goes off in a bunch of different directions cuz it is a historian's account. Mm-hmm. And so they'll go and they'll do a whole big thing on Tom White. Like Tom White is a big big part in the book. Um, they do a lot more on the FBI stuff, and I I've heard that as a criticism from some people is them being like, oh, I thought this was kind of going to be a little more about the FBI of the actual like like procedure. oh this is this is why yeah. the FBI was created. You're going to get J Edgar Hoover being yeah. like, oh, we need a win. He's in a dress. I think yeah. I think it's so good at the end, just having it be that that radio play at the end Mm -hmm. is so so good yeah like the way it's played and then the fact that it's just like brought to you by the fbi from Mm -hmm. j edgar hoover's files and then you have what is essentially scorsese as the director coming out and breaking the fourth wall Mm -hmm. and and giving the obituary for molly which is great it's it's so good it's such a good end um and i think that there's a ton of really good performances in this. I don't think De Niro is asked to do a ton. I think he's fantastic. I think he's really good mm-hmm. in in what he's doing, but I like I don't think that he's doing quite as much as as Leo. Mm-hmm. Um which I know a lot of people have kind of been not critical of his performance, but just like what the character is, and that like there's not a much evolution. Well, no, uh, but I guess that's I feel like that's, that's the, the point. point. Yeah, it's right. they're not. This isn't. I mean, this isn't. You know, 
don't know. Uh, this isn't the Wolf of Wall Street. This isn't the Departed. This isn't you know uh, uh, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where it is like it's it's a very simple person, right? You know, it is a simple. And he says, "I I like women and money, and yeah, I like money more than women." He says it, yes, constantly, a few times. Yes, yeah. you know, he's not this. And I think I think maybe that's just because people expect something from Leah. That that's more like, hey, he needs to be well, yeah, like Gilbert Grape or, or or one of his characters that have all this emotional depth to depth to him. And this is a very surface level character. And maybe it's maybe it's just Leo doing it. People want more yeah. out of Leo, where Leo's like, I'm just gonna play this dumbass. Yeah. It's yeah, I I thought it was a very interesting character choice. Uh Lily Gladstone is yeah. so good. And she does it with very limited lines. Mm-hmm as well um so i think i think there's probably a decent number of oscar nominated performances within this Mm -hmm. um i think scorsese for sure should be um i think the adapted screenplay is very very good um so overall i was Super happy with this, especially as kind of like a part of of the Scorsese canon, mm-hmm. and and having gone and and rewatched a whole bunch of his movies. I think I like this more than The Irishman. Oh, I think it's yeah. absolutely better than The Irishman. I would say this is probably firmly tier two Scorsese. Uh-huh. I would pro- probably mid tier two. So I would say tier two is probably like Casino. Mm-hmm. And um, Alice doesn't live here anymore. Uh, stuff like that. What What was his last movie in tier one for you? Um, I would say tier one is Raging Bull, Goodfellas, Goodfellas Taxi Driver, Taxi Driver, um, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, is that? Was that the last? I wouldn't one? put I wouldn't put Mean Streets up there. Um. Oh, what about Silence? I think Silence for I, me. I still haven't watched Silence. Personally, I might put that on tier one. I feel like Silence. This reminded me of Silence in a way, where it's this very personal, kind of a slow moving story. I think Silence, you feel the stakes more. Like the stakes are so high in that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is sort of this like pondering sort of film. Um, I love Silence. I think you definitely should watch Silence. Silence is so good. Um, I think people who don't like this movie for the pace maybe should check out Silence because I think I don't know. I might be wrong, but I was very engaged with Silence. Okay, you know, I, I really like that movie a lot. But yeah, I think that would be top tier. I I don't. I guess I didn't really feel the pace. Of this movie, and it, part of that is me knowing the story, and sure. I know there's a there's a bunch coming at people, mm-hmm. um, and so, and I, I'm it's more a lot, s- or I'm... or knowing kind of what's to come, I yeah. guess, is more of the thing. So I was kind of anticipating some things. I wasn't, I didn't hate it. Uh, I was just like, I just know that that's a criticism. I I just know that I went into a three hour, yeah, knowing it's a three hour movie, yeah. and. When when it's something like the Irishman, uh, 
like I I felt the length mm-hmm. of the Irishman, like where it's like, okay, yeah, this is long. This and, thing. And, and I didn't feel that way. Yeah, no, and I I think with the Irishman, a lot of the special effects they did took me out of it. Yeah, you know, a lot of the de aging and De Niro trying to beat up some guy. <laughs> he looks like he's an old man, but right. he has like twenty year old make. It just yeah, it just took me out. But this felt like a movie, you know. Yeah, yeah, gorgeous. It was yeah. Um, no, I thought, uh, I thought, yeah, I thought De Niro was really good in this. Um, Jesse Plemons really great. You know, I, what, what did you feel about, uh, Brendan Fraser? So, yeah. So I saw all the criticism online. Yeah. Of the Brendan, like it's definitely a different, like both him and John Lithgow yeah. are doing, they're, they're, they're doing something different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it, like they're doing a something for court. It's not yeah. like, so I I don't understand the kind of outcry of criticism. I think people are it's very odd. I think just I think anytime, I think there's a little bit of Fraser backlash, you know, because it's just it's just how it is. Anytime, what toss salad, scrambled eggs. Oh, <laughs> I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Kelsey Grammer, baby. Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Fraser. Fraser. <laughs> the, oh, okay. the one I true Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Okay. Uh, I I think, yeah, I think last year, I think Blake, uh, co-host on here, said it best, is like they're kind of treating Brendan Fraser like he's a, he's like the special kid, you know, yeah. or he's like a make-a-wish kid, you know? And it's like, yeah, that, I think that might have grinded some people a little more from last year. And I think just the movie, The Whale itself, was very divisive. And I think people are sick of it. Yeah. And I think maybe people are a little yeah, so waning then, on Brendan Fraser a little bit. And so when he does the same performance where he's yelling and he's all big and whale-like, and I think people are just maybe going to be like, ah, he sucks. So, yeah, I could see that. But the girth of The him. girth. <laughs> it's a girthy boy. Uh, Yeah, I thought, like, whatever. Not, not the best performance, but not, no. not, a, not a big deal. Uh, I think Jason... Isbell's performance. Who was he? I, I, he was one of like the uh, assassins, right? He's the Tamale's sister's husband. Who, okay, that's the okay. who is married to the one, and she dies, and then yes, that guy goes okay, to yeah. the other. Yeah, yeah, he was good in that. Uh, yeah, one of the things about the book that isn't in the movie that I'm a little surprised. So the book, probably the first two thirds, are the story of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a like obviously there's extra here and there that's gone and taken out and, and pulled from. The last third is about the um, the guy who is writing the book. So he goes, FBI makes its arrest. There's like four people arrested for these murders. Yeah. Um, I think they end up tying people to like 25 murders and they say, all right, this is our big win. They go, they get it in the paint. Like it's, it's sold as like a media mm-hmm. thing essentially. Cause the FBI had not been a thing. And so it was like a big win for them. Yeah. Um, the last third of the book is the historian from um, who wrote the book going through the records in Fort Worth oh. and 
Local time. And find yeah. yeah. Uh finding the the head rights. So basically they go they have the right to this oil money. Mm-hmm. Um and they only transfer through certain ways. Basically he finds like all of these mysterious death head rights. Mm-hmm. A lot of them going through. And that's like the thing that De Niro, with the, the one guy who was like suicidal, like that's what right. he was. Okay. Yep. And he was like, yeah, sign over that. So basically, all of, there was like, I think 150 to 200 more murders mm-hmm. that he tied, and all of their head rights were going to like 10 to 15 people. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, all these people had kind of mysterious deaths. And then they're all going to the like, so it's like just this was so much, so so, so much larger yeah. than the FBI cared to look into. Yeah. Uh, so I was kind of expecting a little post credit uh-huh. something about that, um, which is also very interesting. Also, the uh, the coroner guys mm-hmm. who, which they go yeah. and they talk. Those guys are like the most despicable people in history. Yeah. Those two brothers, uh, because they're the ones that are constantly like basically making murders mm-hmm. seem like not murders. Yeah. And so then they don't get investigated yeah. and do all this stuff. It's so it's, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I really enjoy the book. Um, and I, I think the movie does a really good job, but there's some stuff that I feel like, could have been added and then i think the biggest pain point for me from the book to the movie is kind of doing a little more overt explanation of the head rights yeah i think because they they touch on it for sure and they go into it and and you know de niro's outright fighting yeah. with the yeah you know the guy who runs the insurance company who is also on on the jury and all like all these people are all interconnected um but just a little bit more of being like this is what they're after and i think if once you know that it's pretty like they talk about it in the movie but i think it's just not driven home Mm -hmm. quite as much as like how valuable they are and how much they're all these people are willing to do whatever they are. I, I guess them. I kind of picked that up. Like you know, just yeah, like it's, the idea it's that for this sure. is all money and this is all getting their yeah the money from them some way. Right. It, it's just like like it's talked about a bunch. It's not like you don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, but kind of specifically talking about how hard it is for these. It, it was made by the U.S. government for these natives to mm-hmm. get the money that they have the head rights to even yeah. with so if you're not you know full blood osage then it's then you a lot of times you have a caretaker over the money who mm-hmm. get, only is able to and you see that in the movie with them waiting in line to hand out what it is but just like all the hoops that all these people had to jump through um in order to get the money they were fortunate to be on the land for. And then there was also a little bit more on kind of the way that they were, things were perceived Mm -hmm. to be happening in Osage company. 
where uh, Osage um, country where there was a lot of stuff in newspapers and things like that where it was like these people they they go and they get a car and then when it runs out of gas they leave it on the side of the road and they go and they get a new one and so it was a lot of like kind of like these these dumb Indians don't know what to do with mm-hmm. their money and so then that attracted more people from yeah. the outside to come in to be like oh we can scam yeah so i don't know just a super interesting story in general um and i i like the movie a, a whole whole lot that that sounds like something like uh was it iverson who would uh every new city he was in he would buy new clothes and just leave them in the hotel room <laughs> it's very that right yeah like like that's like the percent like right oh. yeah yeah or uh, Ricky Henderson getting his check and not understanding that he needed to like deposit the check yeah, yeah, to yeah, get yeah. the money or all all that kind of stuff where it's like oh these these fools right well yeah no that was awesome I didn't realize that you read the book and were so versed in the in the movie so I'm glad we had this conversation about it there you go go see Killers of the Flower Moon and I'll always and it's gonna be it it's gonna oh, be on yeah. Apple. Yeah, so if you're worried about a three-hour runtime, it's going to be on the TV. Just watch it. You can pause it and go pee and have some food. And yeah, there's another movie that came out by another director we both like. Yes, I've not had a chance to watch this. Yeah, I can talk a little bit, but I would love to hear you talk about it. Yeah, so The Killer, um, by David Fincher. Mm-hmm. It is a movie about a not serial killer a assassin an assassin i hear it's the most hitman movie ever it is a hitman movie and one of the things about like the video game hitman like it's almost like a movie adaption of that game it it's a little it's a little hitmany adaptation sorry adam or austin um so michael fassbender is a hitman and you start out with him on a job, he's in an old abandoned WeWork uh, in Paris across the street uh, from this hotel. And it's a lot focused on kind of like his process. Mm-hmm. And it, it's him talking about, you know, how he has to keep his blood pressure down, his heart rate down, his uh, how like you see him, he has a little like tin foldable cup so Mm -hmm. he doesn't leave any dna behind he does all these stretches every morning he's doing all these all these things to get physically um ready for what's going on he's doing his fingertip push-ups and he's like um talking about how he's like the best assassin of all time and then this politician whatever guy comes in to the place and it's time to go and it's time for him to make take the shot and he misses Mm -hmm. and hits you know a a dominatrix who's in in the the room with this guy so it's like kind of like what happens when the best of the best miss and mess up and it's a really interesting movie where it it goes through kind of the fallout of everything that happens based on uh that event 
and it's very very much like so so much fincher's own commentary on his own work essentially um and like part of me is kind of like so it 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 happens and and basically the group that he's working for goes to his house in the Dominican Republic and they go and they beat up his girlfriend. Um, and so it's a lot like, okay, so I had a miss and it hurt someone I loved. And Mank is a uh, movie that he made uh, that was written by his yeah. father. And so, you know, it's a lot of, kind of the deeply is personal that, is that just like a read on the movie or is that's, that that's like, a read on the movie okay that's a i i think it is like sometimes people say it's a commentary on their work and i just don't understand necessarily like what they mean by that the the mank part i would say is me extrapolating i think okay. it is 100 percent fincher being like, I am this meticulous, yes. insane. And he's like, I'm famous for being. I that. I do forty takes yes. of of scenes, and and I am so focused on everything, and I'm a perfectionist, and do all this, uh, and sometimes things turn out the way I yeah. I, I don't a, yeah. want them to, and I believe that that's what it is. Uh, Michael Fassbender in this movie kind of throughout, as he makes mistakes, he ends up making more mistakes <laughs> kind of throughout um but it the inner monologue is still the same and he still has like the attitude of kind yeah. of the perfectionist i'm not I, i'm perfect kind of mm. <laughs> attitude towards it even though he is consistently making mistakes kind of throughout it and so the movie just as itself which you can you know it works totally fine as its own as a a hitman movie. So he goes and goes through the chain of people who are like, were responsible for the blowback mm-hmm. against him more or less. And so there's a bunch of different locations. It's a little John wicky. Okay. At time, there's one specific part that is very John. Is Bobon in it. No Bobon. Okay. Uh, there is, a very large man. Oh, is he a basketball player? Not a basketball player. Yeah. I don't know. Doing? I don't know what he is. Okay, but he's big and he's strong. Oh, okay, and he's fast and he's smart. Ah, <laughs> and he's cute. Ah, and right. he's gay. Oh, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, you always blind. You mean he's blind? Yeah. Um, he has a dog. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Does he, the dog die? And... The dog doesn't die. Okay. Specifically, Michael Fassbender messes up with the dog. He's oh. trying to give him the. He's like, "Oh, this is how much treat I need to give this dog to knock him out." The dog is awake. Yeah. Um. So I would just say it's there are some super high highs. I would say the first, I don't know, twenty minutes, thirty minutes are very 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 good and then i would say it's not as good and then there's a tilda swinton scene okay that is very very good okay um 
Where would but, you put this in uh, Fincher's repertoire? I would put it pretty low. Ooh, okay. Like, I think. Like, like Panic Room or? Probably above Panic Let's see. Room. I have my ranking. I think I there's just so much. Like, so I watched Gone Girl so, yeah. and Social Network. Yeah. On either side of watching this yeah. movie. And like both of those. Gone Girl is so good. Like Social Network obviously is like one of the best movies of the 2010s. Mm-hmm. I feel like I I went back and I looked. I had given Gone Girl a three and a half. Uh-huh. It's so good. Yeah. Like it's incredible. And uh, this is this is much worse than that. And some of it I think is Fassbender's characters is a little flat. Uh huh. And some of it there's just not as much stuff for me. Like he's purposefully flat yeah like that's that's he's like a i'm a professional assassin it um, is funny when you know you have because i i saw the trailer and he's like i'm supposed to blend in but it's like michael fassbender right yeah it's well like, but uh, he wears a he wears a bucket hat oh okay all right see. He, he says uh i dress like a german tourist because nobody wants to talk to a german tourist uh there's a lot of good stuff in the mm-hmm. movie where it's straight up shots at WeWork, McDonald's. It sounds very Amazon. fight clubby like that, there's, where it's anti consumerism. There's definitely some anti consumerism stuff, which is very funny because Fincher, you know, did commercials for a yeah, long time yeah. and that's how we got to start. Uh, is kind of famously doesn't like unlike Scorsese, doesn't write any of his own stuff. He's just yeah. like a Hey, you need somebody hired to I'm sure make he has your some script. kind of Oh yeah, pick, he absolutely but yeah. does. But so, it's it's not like it's Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's it's a little well, bit different. He doesn't really write his stuff. He does. He's he has screenplay credits on a lot of he's okay. he's co screenwriter on yeah, yeah, yeah. most of them, but he's, he's not a Tarantino where he just solely right, writes his stuff. Right. But and Tarantino's Tarantino's the one Tarantino has directly said like yeah. Fincher's the greatest working director, but the difference is I write my own shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is, uh, like, I would say Fincher doesn't miss. I don't think this is a miss. It's just not not up to well. It, like, is it, it like girl the girl with the dragon tattoo? Like, I like that because it is a trashy airplane novel right. movie, and that's what I that's it's the kind of movie I like Fincher doing. It's, it's you know Zodiac Seven, he's yeah, perfect for yes. that kind of movie. And I yeah, I think there's just like a little more fun with that. Okay, um, than there is with the killer. Yeah, um, a lot of people I. Things that I've read where people are talking about, like, oh, my God, it's so funny that he's, like, listening to the Smiths while he kills people. Yeah. It's like, that just doesn't... That's an old trope. Like, like I don't I don't find that to be very funny. Uh, and part of that is just me not, like, being around. But, like, I get it. Like, I see the, the big billionaire wearing a sub-pop shirt. And uh-huh. I'm like, I understand what the joke is there. But it's like, I don't know. Well, it's like it's yeah, not, Clark records with Beethoven. It's, I mean, not it's just super oh, yeah, funny hey. to me. You know, um, I I do think the where it's like 
Amazon, he'll go, he like needs to, to be able to get into a place and is just like, okay, I'll just get this fob duplicator on Amazon. Yeah. And it's like very specifically Amazon. And he goes to an Amazon Dropbox place to pick it up and he goes and is able to open it and duplicate everything. And so it's a very pointed shot at being like all these big companies make it easy for um you know evil to be continued and mm-hmm. allowed um i would say it's n- i mean it probably is one of my favorite movies of the year okay uh like just better than mank so you're saying better than mank but not better, as- better than mank i think it may be just Mank in Panic Room, maybe it is. Panic one of Room's things. okay. Like it just, it's a it, meh. It, well, it, Alien Three is, you know, it's Alien Three. Alien Three is pretty good. It's, yeah, I, it's I not like, bad. I like no, Alien it's 3. not horrible. It's one of those weird ones where it's like you just you hear how it's like Spider Man Three. You hear how bad it is, and you watch it like, oh, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah, it's like okay, it's fine. I, yeah, I guess just overall with movies this year it's also kind of the difference i think between and, and i don't know maybe i'm off base on this between netflix oh, sure. and apple uh-huh where i feel like apple is willing to put a ton of money and like there's stuff that netflix like netflix put a ton of money into the irishman yeah um power of the dog was really good and roma stuff this feels a little more Netflixy, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's no. There's a feel to Netflix. If that's I agree with Fincher, you. like it, it looks better than like The Gray Man or like like oh, obviously. Uh, I watched that this year, dude. Not good. <laughs> like bad. Like it's different. Like it doesn't have that like plastic yeah. feel yeah, that yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot of the Netflix movie does. Like it definitely is styled okay. Fincher wise. Yeah, but it, uh, I. It's just one of those things that I can't, can't really explain. Yeah. Where it like feels it definitely feels different. And it could just be where I watched it. Maybe it's and like, if I watched it in the theater, maybe I would have had a different Is there some kind of camera that they I guess doesn't matter. I don't know. It, like I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's and like, that, like there's yeah. that that's not what the problem yeah. with this is, I would say. Um But yeah, it's okay. it there's just something that I'm like I don't – it feels weird to think about this movie in a theater, which I think is kind of like the mm-hmm. – what I would consider the – like if I if I were to watch Killers of the Flyer Moon at home, I think I would feel like, oh, like this is made for a theater. Yeah. If I watched Oppenheimer at home, I'd be like, oh, yeah. like obviously this is made for a theater. The, this movie, it's – and it could just be that it's a little bit smaller. It's not – like it's not as big budget, like whatever – Killers of the Flower Moon was a two hundred million dollar mm-hmm. movie. This is not a two hundred million dollar movie, but it is it is kind of a just like a a little disconnect, especially when I watch like Gone Girl, and Gone Girl yeah. feels like a a, a movie. big like a movie. Yeah. This feels like eh. Eh. Okay. yeah, like and I, part of it I, could be that there's just like Michael Fassbender for. Large port like there's Michael Fassbender and then there's Tilda Swinton near mm-hmm. the end so there's a really one movie star 
I mean, and, like, you know, I mean, Tilda Swinton's a movie star, I'm yeah. saying, but like for most of the movie, sure. you, there's not like people that you see and recognize, mm-hmm. um, which sometimes can also be a bad thing for the Netflix movies where it's like, okay, well, we have all these stars. Yeah. Uh, but whatever. It just, it's just sort of weird. You and, know, a movie that I think does the one movie star really well is um, Under the Skin. I think that's what it's called with uh, ScarJo. Oh, uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I uh, think that's really interesting because it's Scarlett Johansson. It's her, right? Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. She's like, you know, she's beautiful and stunning, and like they make her up to be just, just gorgeous. And she's going around this like city in in England where they just look like the biggest inbred group of people in the world. It's so such a good choice. But yeah, um, well, I'll definitely check it out though because I do want to see it. I th- I think you should for sure check it out. Yeah, like definitely worth watching. Um, but in the repertoire of Fincher, maybe not. I would say it's it's not up to some. Not of the Zodiac. Other. It's not it's not Zodiac. What is Zodiac? Right. You know. Um. So yeah, but it might be my third favorite movie of the year oh, wow. that I've seen as for a new movie, which yeah. kind of I think speaks to some of the. It's funny because people have been saying 2019 is a huge year for movies. Twin, you think it's 2019? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so, oh, I wish it was. Uh, <laughs> 2023 has been a great year for movies. I I know, and I maybe. and I felt like maybe it was, and like like Oppenheimer and and Barbie, like that whole thing was something that yeah hasn't been around since Avengers. Just as far yeah, as like, I guess so, yeah. Yeah, as far as like positive feels mm-hmm. um, around going to the movies, I, I think I was thinking twenty nineteen was the last year that we had like a really great year for movies. Yeah, I think Dune being pushed back to yeah, March that sucks. really hurts. Yeah. Um, as far as other movies that I'm excited for, Five Nights at Freddy's. You do you want to talk about Five Nights at? Well, Friends? no, go with with what you're about to say. Then we could do uh, that. Napoleon. Yeah, I'm a little like, but that's also Netflix, right? I don't. I don't think it's Netflix. I hmm. could be wrong. Um, it's on uh, Freevee. Freevee, Higo, <laughs> Wiztong. Oh, HBO Max. Okay. October 20... Oh, I'm sorry. Napoleon is currently in theaters. Oh, is it in theaters now? Did it come out this Friday? Um, No, Tuesday, November 21st. I don't know what that was about. So okay. let's go see it. Um, Iron Claw? Yeah. I'm, good in, reception. I'm interested that's, in that. Yeah. That's uh, them local boys. I want to see the Sportorium. I have no connection to that story except for what I heard. You know, people talk about it on the ticket, but I'm very interested in that movie. It got good reviews yeah, coming out good. of that premiere, so that's that's interesting. And there, you know, there's always I feel like a few late in the year releases that. Uh, yeah, let me see movies 2023 because um, I know there's a few. Oh, uh, poor things. I mean, our yeah. Yargos movie. Yep. Yeah. The new Yargos movie. That's yes. Yeah. Excited for that for sure. And I know there's probably one more. Saltburn looks good. Saltburn. Yeah. Does look very good. And yeah, I don't know what else. 
There's a few bunch of movies I haven't seen this year. I did see... What's the Christmas movies this year? Christmas. Let's see. December? Or let's see. Movies 23. Because that's always it. Yeah. Wonka. <laughs> yeah. We did not talk okay. about Strays, no, Austin. Yeah, Wonka. We got Wonka. We got... Hmm. I'm guessing Poor Things is probably December, right? Probably. Movies. I, that could be a January... Yeah. Wide release thing as oh, well. Oh, uh, the boy and the heron. I don't know if you're interested in that. I I don't know if the I know Miyazaki, the, the new Miyazaki Studio Ghibli oh, movie, right with yeah. Robert Pattinson. That movie looks really good, really really good. Uh, Godzilla minus one looks pretty cool. It's like a Japanese Godzilla movie. Saltburn, um, the bike riders. I think that was moved though. I don't know if I know. That's that. the bicycle one with uh, Austin Butler. Okay. And there's a there's a um another music one is a Bob Marley is the Bob Marley movie this year or is that early next know. year? I'm looking at a really weird list. It's not really giving me the dates. Zone of Interest. I'm kind of fast. I'm interested in that. Do you know what that is? I don't know that one. So it's about a uh, a family who of Germans, this is during the Holocaust, they live in like a house that's like right next to Auschwitz. And it's just about like their lives. And it's, yeah, it's supposed to be really intense. Sounds intense. Yeah. Wonka. Um, oh, we got Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget. <laughs> Excited for that? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I'm very excited for the Dawn of the Nugget. <laughs> Maestro? Oh, Maestro. Yeah. yeah. Maestro is supposed to be good. And um, Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom, Iron Claw, Migration. Excited for Migration. I'm familiar with Migration. And it looks like an animated movie. All of Us Strangers, that's with uh, Paul Mescal. December 25th, The Boy the Boys in the Boat. God. Hmm. Oh, Ferrari. Yes, Ferrari. Yeah. Ferrari the Ferrari trailer the co- is so yeah. good. The color purple is what you're thinking of. They're doing a musical for the color purple. I can't wait to see what movie I'm going to be forced to see on Christmas Day <laughs> by so, my family. That's exciting. Aren't you excited? No, not excited about anything except for Five Nights at Freddy's, which is not Tr- good. Trey wants to stay at home and watch the cats again. Yeah, I want to. I want to relive that pandemic nightmare as the cats. <laughs> The cats. The cats. <laughs> the cats. So, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's bad. Don't see it. Was it, it, it? It reminded me the dialogue was written like Hurricane Heist. Hell yeah. It was just very, it felt like it was first draft script. You saw it at home? I did. I did. First draft script. It The, the, the story there, because the game, okay, the game. It's like a horror game where you're kind of like clicking on the bear. Uh, no, <laughs> you're like you're like watching like a, a feeds of a like a Chuck E. Cheese kind of place. You're kind of right. like looking at cameras and watching feeds, and you get scared because things pop out at you. Oh. Yeah, it's I've never played it. I know it's very popular for like you know middle schoolers, high schoolers, but it's not a they love being scared. They do those those idiots. Mm-hmm. I mean, it got it got big because of streaming. You know, it got big because of streamers, and, and they would get so scared. Oh yeah, and oh they would get freaked out. Oh no, oh, dude, they get what? Did Mr. Beast get scared? <laughs> well, was it Mr. Beast? It was like Markiplier. 
No. And then, yeah, Markiplier. <laughs> Him scared? <laughs> yeah. And then he got Matt Pat. Matt Pat. And Matt Pat was in the movie. What? Yeah. They got Matt Pat. I know, Austin. What no about? one can hear you. <laughs> Wait, so what was Matt Pat doing in the movie? He was a server. He was like doing the uh, office space server guy character. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's and he said, uh, that's just a theory. Because <laughs> that's what he says in his YouTube That's channel. what he says <laughs> in the YouTube. That's what he YouTube's? says uh, on the YouTubes. Uh, the movie was very not great. Not great. I wouldn't even go. It's not even like a funny bad. It's just like, ah. Would it be a good thing to where uh, we have a bet and the loser has to watch five nights of five nights at Freddy's. <laughs> I mean, it's not like even that bad. It's not like it would, it would kill you to watch it, it five times. Is it a scary movie? It's there's like, like scary the parts, jump? but they do do some jump stuff. It's, just, it's hindered by the fact that it's PG 13. You know, it's not very scary. I'm going to murder your butt. Yeah, it's not like... <laughs> and I guess there could be PG-13 scary movies that do it well, but it's not at all frightening or scary. it's not gory and nobody can... Well, like, yeah, I mean, uh, we watched uh, the people I was watching with right after we watched the... Uh... Terrifier. No, oh, my God, <laughs> dude. Um, <laughs> we watched the Nicolas Cage one they did. Uh, they did it um, a few years ago and it was a lot it wasn't great either but it was a lot better uh because it was a simpler plot because they're trying to because there's so much lore with these five nights at freddy's games that Wait, they're trying Nicolas cage was in a five nights at freddy's no 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 no. so he was in a movie i'm trying to find it uh he was in a movie did i just call him necklace you did call him necklace cage <laughs> he was in a movie called willie's wonderland oh okay yes 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 and uh, it was similar plot, but that's like a hard R rating. You gotcha. know, there's blood and guts and all that shit. Uh, and that, it was simple idea, and it worked a lot better. Even though it wasn't great still, it was it was fun. It was simple, it was gory, it was fun. Five Nights at Freddy's is just weighed down by this like immense lore that these games have. Mm. This the, the PG-13 rating, the writing is not great, the acting is kind of eh. I, I think... Um, What's the guy, uh, the guy who played Shaggy? He's like the only star in that. And I didn't realize it was him until after, like a week after I saw the movie. Um, something Lillard. Matt Matthew. Lillard or, huh? Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard, yeah. So, I mean, the movie's meh. I wouldn't go rush to see it, you know? Okay. I haven't really watched much since then. I'll I'll wait. You'll wait for what? Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wait for Five Nights at Freddy's. Well, Adam, it was uh, it was great to to see you again. It's been so long. Trey, yeah, it's been a pleasure. It has. Thank you for coming on, and uh, maybe we'll do this again sometime soon. Maybe we'll see. Maybe when the kid's five. Hey, hey. that would be cool. Yeah, then I could tell you about um, what Cars Six is like. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for the Cars Six review in five years. All right, see it. <laughs>